Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Welcome into this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. And today is all about DECA. Woo woo. DECA, DECA, DECA. Yep. Uh, we did also watch The Shining for the first time recently. Wow, that's... It's un- unrelated to Decca. Really unrelated. But... You didn't want to give me a heads up we were going to talk no, about that? No, I just figured... Okay. Drop that on you. What yeah. did you think of The Shining? It was okay. I thought it was good. I mean, I feel I can like... see the... I feel like when it was released back then... Yeah. You know, I see the hype. I could see what all the fuss was about. All the fuss. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. I don't... We got a list of, like, classic movies... Uh, yeah. That we need to watch. Godfather, Scarface. Well, I've, I've never seen, seen those. I've seen those, but you haven't, so we... Yes. Yeah. Of course, you have to make sure to tell the listeners that you've seen it. <laughs> right. Well, I don't want people to you're think like, I'm Whoa. weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thanks. But if you're listening and you want to tell us what's a classic movie that you've never seen, I'm actually curious, because there's always like movies that... I'm trying to think. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there's there's always movies where people are like, "Oh my god, that's a classic!" And I'm like, "Nope, no, nope, never seen it." Like, um, mm, Full Monty. Uh, no, what was it? Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. No, Pulp Fiction is what I was thinking. Nope, <laughs> nope. Can we move on? Way off, way off. Pulp Fiction. We've never seen. Sorry. That's one that Everybody. I've heard is really good. We got to see. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> Deca, yeah. So last week I ran a Deca mile. You did. I at, couldn't be there. I know at underlying strength in Yardley, PA. Was your second one there? Yes, I ran a second Deca, Deca str- right? Yeah. Ran a Deca strong in like March. Yep. Ish. It was cold then. Yeah. Uh, it was hot now. Yeah. Very hot. Yeah, they had a totally different setup. Some stuff was totally different. Almost they had everything like a was whole, outdoors, right? Whole turf thing set up yeah. with each station. It was really cool. Yeah. Really like it. Um. I was impressed. Yeah. By the pictures and videos and everything. It's a very cool setup. We do have a video of the event mm-hmm. on our YouTube page. So if you don't know what a DECA is or you're unfamiliar with the stations, you can go on YouTube and check that out. I highly encourage it because if you are anything like me, I feel like watching the video or like, a, like I'm the worst. I'm always like, I have to see what it's like or I have to look at pictures right. or video and then it calms you gotta my nerves. got to gauge the situation. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know why I'm like that. Meanwhile, you're like... Sign me up, elite. (laughs) So, yeah, I would recommend it too, honestly. I mean, and it's good to see how people do um, the the stations. And and honestly, like for me, watching some of the DecaFit coverage that Spartan had on their YouTube page, I picked up a few tips even. Like of oh. how how I can better do them. Yeah. Everybody's different, obviously. So everybody's gonna do things. Are you gonna share those with me later, or maybe? All right. But like the box stepovers, maybe we'll even do a a video on like a separate video. Oh, that's a good idea. On YouTube, tips, tips yeah. and tricks. There's a way to do the box stepovers that I think is both efficient and quick. Okay. And doesn't take a lot of energy. If you're jumping, I will say this: if you're jumping over the boxes, like doing box jump mm-hmm. overs, I would not recommend it. Yeah, I would do I the step won't. overs, but if you go at it like kind of sideways and kind of hop over, okay. maybe we'll do a video of it. That might make it a little bit easier. Okay. Um, but yeah, you do pick up things just by seeing it and you can see what not to do and you can see what works better. Okay. Uh, but it was a great event. 
Um, I think I'm trying to think how many heats they had. I was actually pretty surprised how many people were there. Yeah. It was crowd. It was like a good turnout for. Yeah. Um, they have these events. I mean, we should also mention we're gonna. You probably saw in the title and the description, but we're gonna talk to Yancey Culp and Jared Cogswell mm-hmm. uh, from Decca. They kind of are the creators, basically, yeah. of Decca, um, and they also do the Spartan Up podcast. Yeah. But anyway, um, so you'll hear from them a little bit about the affiliates and stuff like that, but Underlying Strength is an affiliate. There are plenty of affiliates um, that do these, you know, you'll see three, four a week, uh, a week in a weekend. Usually there's at least one kind of near you. Mm-hmm. I think this weekend there might be one in like Jersey or whatever. But anyway, it, it was a good turnout. There's a lot of people there. They were running a little bit behind initially, um, but they did catch up. Uh, and, you know, kind of got things running smoothly. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, they had plenty of great volunteers to count reps and keep time and all that stuff. Um, I thought the, to me, I think one of the wild cards of that in my head was going to be like how, where were they going to do the run? So oh, the deck yeah. of miles, 160 meters of running yeah. in between uh, or before. And they just kind of had, they had some room in the back. It was like a little out and back, 80 meters out, 80 meters back. Uh, and I thought it went well. I thought it was a good, you know, I, you didn't have to do like 10 meter shuttle runs like 80 times or anything like that. So I'm sure when affiliates get signed up, they probably have to have like a space for this kind of stuff. That would make sense. Uh, and I thought the stations flowed really well also. Yeah. So, um, we again, check out the video. If you want to see number one, what underlying strength looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the area and you want to check out, they will have more in the future. Uh, and number two, um, what the stations look like. There are a couple differences in the Deca Mile and Deca Strong versus Deca Fit as far as stations go. Do you know what they are? No. You want to tell me? Uh, sure. Great, thanks. Uh, there's actually not many. Um, the first three are the same. The med ball sit-ups on the deck of strong and deck of mile you have to you put it like you bring it up between your legs okay um and it has to touch the ground on the deck of fit there's like a station with like a little wall kind of in front of you and you have to touch the wall yeah Yeah. or throw it against the wall and catch it or whatever okay um skiers the same farmers carry in this case, farmer's carry was like up and back five times. Okay. Uh, I've seen at the deck of fits. Usually it's like a little course kind of. Oh, okay. So it's like a zigzag course. Um, the tank, I think, is the same. It was up and back five times. Uh, salt bike, obviously, is the same. Oh, medicine ball over shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's over shoulder for deck of mile and deck of strong. For deck of fit, it's over a wall. It's like a four-foot wall, I think. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing that video, yeah. too. Uh, everything else is the same. Okay. So uh, so the list of everything is in our video if you want to check that out. So anyway, let's move on to uh, Yancey and Jared. We're nice enough to join us yeah. for about 50 minutes or so. Um, great guys to, to chat with. Um, we'll do like a little bit of a recap at the end. But uh, basically, you know, DecaFit. New Jersey is coming up if you're in the area. If you haven't signed up yet, I would. Yeah. They did open up some spots. 
but they're going to sell out quick. Uh, you can use Burpee 20 to get 20% off your registration, which yep. is great. Um, so I would recommend that. Um, but yeah, we talk about a bunch of stuff. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of just let the interview speak for itself. Um, and we will have clips on YouTube of this as well. Yes. So make sure you check out our YouTube page. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's play that and then we'll, we'll kind of come back after that and just give a little recap and, and what we have coming up soon. So here is our chat with Yancey and Jared from DECA. Are we, are we, are we audio only? Are we, Um, we YouTube? I usually throw, yeah, I usually throw a few clips on YouTube, just like a couple little highlights and then, (laughs) uh, full, full interview on the podcast audio wise and all that good stuff. Well, in that case, I'm glad Yancey's got his DECA beater shirt on. <laughs> uh, I wore it on purpose. What was that show called? The the guy that, uh, something Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, yeah. Wearing his Joe DECA shirt. <laughs> back, in the, back in the 90s, I had a little party in the back. This oh, is in the front, but, which it's, it's coming, it's made a comeback. All these high schoolers are wearing yes. the mullets and that's Dude, the hot everywhere. mess. Yes. The guy, I don't know how much you guys pay attention to the CrossFit world, but uh, the guy who won this year has one. Rocking a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Madeiras. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's, the, here's the deal with that. It was, I, I grew up in the late eighties, early nineties, and we thought we were cool as shit. And we all look back on us like, what a bunch of dumbasses we were. Jared, Jared was right there with me. We're basically the same age. And, you know, there's some of those fads you look back on. It's like, well, that wasn't so bad. You look back on that and you're like, man, we had we didn't know what the hell we were doing. I, I didn't have a mullet. I had a bi-level, man. That's <laughs> a bi-level. Yeah, well, <laughs> they didn't, it, it, mullet hadn't come out yet. <laughs> oh, Term-wise. This is a pre-mullet. Yeah. See, you guys have already figured out all we're good at is just giving you a bunch of B-roll, like little 20-second clips to market this shit. <laughs> we're this really is, good at that. This is the part that goes on YouTube. We saved the good stuff for, yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you got you guys like co-founded Deca? Like, how did that work? I mean, you guys oh, like put your story. heads together and figured it out or what? Good, good, good story, man. I'm, I mean, we'll dive right in. I'm sitting in Joe's house in Pittsfield. De- Deca's like five minutes old. It, it was literally five minutes old. And Joe's like, well, who the hell are we going to help get us to ma- get to manage this damn thing? Because I like it. And I said, Joe, I got a guy. <laughs> but JC and I had served together uh, as coaches for the U.S. Army back in 2018. That's where we met. We, we kind of met pre-Fort Bragg, North Carolina, serving the U.S. Army in, in prep for that uh, U.S. Army boss strong with Alpha Warrior. And uh, we we lived in a in a 16-foot RV for 15 days down by the river eating government cheese, <laughs> serving the U.S. Army yes. together. And and we've been good bros ever since. And and I, you know, I, I was a good listener. And, you know, I just known just got to know Jerry. And I, you know, I, I learned his history and I, I could quickly tell, you know, somebody had been in the fitness industry for about 20 years at that point in time. Oh shit! Like twenty three at that time, I, I could tell that he had been from A to Z everything that the fitness industry has to offer, from gym management, gym ownership, coaching, from the personal training to the large group exercise, everything in between. Mastermind coaching, gym owners, 
you know, the whole A to Z and, and, you know, the moment Joe asked, I was like, listen, I got a guy, you, you know, and at Spartan, we have, we have so many brilliant minds that are, that are, that are epic in the world of putting on events. It's just a, it's just a different world. And, uh, and, you know, I, I, I knew that, that this needed uh, somebody that, that knew the fitness industry from industry from A to Z, because that's just uh, it is a different world. It's, it is one of the most, you know, when you think about service, the service industry, I, especially now with all the health issues we have with and people talking about COVID and getting ourselves in shape. So we're just a better version of ourselves and just becoming a more healthy culture. There, there, there may not be a more important job in the service industry than, um, than the fitness industry and everything we do to, to try to help people. And my brother JC is uh, the best of the best, if you ask me. That's sweet, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not that uh i've never got that, that diverse of a resume i'll tell you that <laughs> i never got that sweet before. i can't That's get another one. job <laughs> well what what like what process did you guys go into figuring out the 10 stations i'm really curious about that because they're very specific obviously they're anyone who's been in the fitness world knows most, if not all of them, maybe a few people are new to the skier just because it's a bit of a newer mm-hmm. piece of equipment, but what went into picking them, picking the order, picking the weights and the number of reps like that, that kind of stuff. I'm really interested in that. Um, I'll kind of d- dive into to this piece and, and uh, Yancey, by all means, jump in. But yeah, um, you know, it, it was an interesting process. Um, one, you know, Deca means 10 in, in Greek. And right. obviously that fits with the whole Spartan uh, mantra. And, you know, as, as long time, you know, coaches, um, you know, coaching boot camps, hit classes, um, just, you know, large group training overall, the whole mission behind Deca was, you know, Joe said, hey, we, we've convinced 10 million people people to get in the mud, the barbed wire, all of the elements. But our mission is to impact 100 million lives through fitness. And so we need to expand our reach, engage with the fitness industry. So, you know, in the beginning, we were just strictly an event. You know, we were creating an event for, you know, gym members, studio members, um, you know, doesn't matter what type of club uh, you were a part of, but if if you were a functional fitness participant, we wanted to create something for you that removed all the barriers, um, you know, and the obstacles. These were things that you do every single day. I mean, I've been to boot camp classes, and you know, I'm talking to people afterwards and and saying, "Hey, you didn't you don't realize this, but you are prepared to do a deck of fit today." And Yancey already had a vision in his mind. But I, I learned a, a, a mantra from one of our one of our now partners uh, with DECA, and that's MyZone. They're the heart rate based training company. And uh, their CEO talked about when they have a good plan, they do everything possible to murder it. And if you can if you can try to murder that plan from every angle, everybody in the room and it still stands, then maybe you're on to something. And so. We went through each zone and we literally murdered every zone. And uh, we were arguing at the Boston airport, um, you know, doing med ball sit-ups underneath the chairs, people looking at us weird. 
um, you know, and we were going crazy about every movement and we made little tweaks, uh, even, you know, about 30 to 60 days in like the, the Ram squat is no longer Decazone one. Um, and Yancey taught me this, you know, as, as longtime coaches, um, I, I never thought about judging movements, right? You know, you evaluate movement, you coach movement, but when it comes to this particular competition, it's, you have to have integrity with every movement, every rep, every distance. And with his race background, that's, that's how he coached me. But we wanted to find all of these movements that we call rudimentary in nature. Um, and, and these are things that we've been doing for thousands of years. Um, we, we wanted people to feel comfortable and know that they had already performed these movements in a class, mm -hmm. uh, in a group setting. Uh, the 5K run, for example, um, the most popular running race distance in the world. And like we've told everybody, we don't care if you run it, walk it, jog it. We just want you to earn your DECA mark. And, and I'll, let, I'll let Yancey talk about the, the method to the madness in terms of the order, because when you, if you've done a DECA strong or any of the, the events, um, you realize, oh, man, there's a reason why they put that one in front of this zone and that zone in front of that zone, because you feel it every time you go through the zones. Right. Right. Yes, yeah, so one of the one of the key pieces to this, one of the huge pieces of this was if the four of us started a gym tomorrow and we opened the doors and a thousand people walking off the street. Number one, JC and I wanted 99 plus percent of them if they had never been involved in the fitness program in their life. You know, 80% of the people walking the planet didn't play sports growing up. 80% of people have never even walked up to a start line in their life. They've never been involved in a fitness program in their life. Research shows, and Jason, I know this, it's the same 20% of people that always had the gym memberships. If we look at that 80% and even they walked in, we wanted the vast majority of them to be able to see what was going on and say, you know what? I can do that. Very rudimentary. When you think two to 3,000 years ago when it wasn't fitness and exercise, it was just survival. We were getting on the ground, getting off the ground. We were pushing things and pulling things. We were lifting things up. We were carrying things. We were climbing up and over something. Three rudimentary forms of transportation, rowing, cycling, and skiing. It is all the most basic. Each movement by itself is so extremely basic. And we didn't, we couldn't have anything when the four of us open that gym and these people walk in, we didn't want a single thing to scare them. Mm -hmm. Now, we love to say in the same arena on the same day using the exact same standards, I don't care who you bring in, the best cyborg athlete on the planet, they're going to get their ass handed to them because <laughs> they're going to hit it hard and it's going to crush them. We see it all the time. But in the same arena on the same day using the exact same standards, 99% of those thousand people that walked into the gym today is like, they earned their mark. They're going to do it. And we've seen that in four events at our DecaFit. Uh, events and we've had a hundred percent completion with the open category we've literally never had an open category person not finished now they're out there as jc said a lot of them walking that 500 meters that precedes each zone and our gym events with deca strong and deca mile deca strong where there's no running deca mile where it precedes by 160 meters for each zone same thing we have like 99 plus percent of people sight unseen they walk in first time they've ever done a, a deca event and they're they're finishing and you know, that that's that was just so, so important. We we had to we love to say 
to the elites. Like most most people sit back and watch elites participate in these common participatory sports, even the ones that a lot of us can go to: Spartans, Tough Mudders, marathons, triathlons, the Murph. All these common things we see the most popular uh, participatory sports. For most of the people walking the planet, those are ridiculously high barrier of entry. And we had to wipe away that barrier of entry and say, elites, you can come and enjoy the day with us if you want, but we didn't design it for you. We designed it so every single person walking the planet, for the most part, can have their very first start line. And guess what? Almost every one of them are going to finish that start. They're going to find their finish line. Yeah, it's pretty incredible to have something that, like you said, 100% of participants, and that's not elite athletes, that's not even competitive athletes, that's everybody completing this, but also it's difficult enough. I mean, it's super difficult. I've done a strong in a mile and then next month will be Lindsay's first DECA event and my first DECA fit. So we're, we're excited for that, but. Oh, you're getting a trifecta. You're getting a trifecta (laughs) next month. (laughs) The, uh, the cool thing about it is that it's a hundred percent completion. So it's easy enough for everybody to do, but hard enough that, like you said, it kicks your ass no matter what level of fitness you're at. Like it's, it's not gonna, you're not going to go in there and you're gonna be like, that was easy. I can do that. You know, everybody's going to struggle mm-hmm. as far as like, it's going to be a killer workout for sure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but with that being said, what are your, uh, what are your tips for the newbies out there who are thinking of trying it? Oh man, I would, um, <laughs> first off, anybody listening to this, that is a newbie. That's n- that Maybe it's been a long time since you've participated in anything, or maybe a long time since you've, you've you've been involved in a consistent fitness program to take care of the beautiful machine. Um, no matter where you are, I encourage you to to go ahead and sign up and, and come because you're you will finish. It, it may take you two or three times as long as the fastest person that day. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so don't feel like you've got, you know, the classic guy answer, 25 years of fitness coaching guys are the worst. Like, well, I got to get myself in shape first. You, you, you know, just come get yourself tested. As we say, come earn your kind of get, get that benchmark test, your, your, your deca mark. And then the great part about that is then you start investing you know, maybe you have a gym membership. Maybe you're training at home. You know, you start investing a little bit of time, three, four, maybe five days a week. And then every so often you find that gym event. Maybe it's your home gym. Maybe your home gym is, is, a, is a DECA affiliate. You go back every now and then, and then you retest. And you're going to see that that time that you invested has moved your fitness needle. You're a better version of, of yourself now. So just most people walking the planet have never had their test. Right. And that, we really wanted to provide them with that test. Yeah, guys, can, can I share a quick story? Yeah. You know, yeah. When we... When we uh, launched a, a road trip, we call it the Decca Road Show down in Florida because Florida was was on another planet during the pandemic, right? <laughs> and uh, this is true. <laughs> you know, we graciously reached out to our our vendors, uh, all of our equipment vendors, and said, "Hey, we want to do a road show in in um, in Florida. Can you help us out?" And every single one of them said yes. You know, and next thing I know. Yancey and I, are, it, was, it was almost like being back at Fort Bragg. We were 16 days on the road together in a van. And we were, uh, we were just calling gyms and saying, hey, we want to put on a fitness event for you. And it's for all levels of fitness. And, you know, the, the first day uh, was at Pearson Fitness in Jacksonville, Florida. And I know Joey Pearson, the owner, really well there. And 
and he opened his doors and it was just the perfect setting because we had every level of fitness there. They loved it. You know, they were excited. The energy was through the roof. And we were, you know, Yancey and I were still learning as we went because we hadn't hosted an event at that point yeah. in time yet. And so then the next day we go to get it core fitness, another one of our affiliates. And then, you know, as Yancey calls them, a bunch of cyborgs and they're at a high level, you know, of fitness over there and they had a blast with it. So we had, you know, we had that general fitness uh, gym and then we, we had the elites. And then the third night we're at Trinity fitness in Jacksonville and there was a guy named Matt. And he was just there to help judge, volunteer, support his fellow members. And he was there all night counting reps, you know, for like three hours. And I remember him saying something to one of his buddies. He says, I, I think I want to try it out. And he was just, why? He saw everybody else doing it. Why couldn't he do it? Okay. <laughs> so anyway, he goes through the course. Now it's getting late. And, you know, the deck is strong. You know, if you're general fitness, it's going to take anywhere from 20 to 28 minutes. You know, we get, we're getting deep into the 40 minute zone. And the, the gym owner at the time was, was about to close the doors. And I said, Hey, you got to go over to deck of zone 10. And she said, why? And I said, because there's a moment that's about to happen. When you've been in the gym business, you know, when a magic moment's about to happen, I said, it's going to be a moment you never forget. It's going to be a moment that that crowd around him is never going to forget. And he certainly is not going to forget it. And they started counting the reps. He got to his burpees. He gets to 16, 17, 18. He finishes that last burpee. And, and you guys know this. You throw that ram down, right? Like you are done. As Yancey says, deck of done. <laughs> and Matt, Matt, though, he gently placed the, the ram down, straightened out his glasses, pumped his arms. And people went ballistic. <laughs> yes. And Yancey and I are in the corner crying. Ryan. Right? Full-blown tears. Rolling. That's, that's when we knew that we were on to something. That's what it was for. It was for the mats. It was for the general fitness. It was for the elites. It was for OCR competitors. It was for CrossFitters. That's what we discovered for two weeks on the road. And you know what? We're not going to apologize for anything. We're not going to apologize when somebody says, oh, the weight's got to be heavier. Dude, when you get to zone eight, you tell me that it needs to be heavier because you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can attest to that. Yeah. And if it's not, if it's not heavy, it's because you've gone in too slow and you didn't get your heart rate high enough. Or you probably skipped a station. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, that, uh, was, uh, that, that, that was, that was a magical moment. If you guys go to the Deck of Strong leaderboard right now, and you go to the very bottom, you'll see Matt is still has one of the third or fourth slowest times ever. It's, it's like 53 minutes, I believe. And, um, you know, it's, it's my favorite mark that I've ever seen. We are one thing Jared and I are maniacally focused on is, you know, we want our, one of our legacies to be, and I, and I, I know Joe, I know Joe, our, our founder CEO feels similar is, you know, ultimately we want our legacy to be that, you know, what did we do? to really change the game, to really not only get people to the edge of their seat, but get them up and get them, get them working, get, get them, as I say, take care of this beautiful machine. Because what happens is, is, is if you don't, if you don't respect, uh, you know, we, Jared and I just did a podcast on being selfish 
um, for 20, 30, 40 minutes a day. Uh, and, and and if you aren't, you don't take care of the body, you're going to wake up way too soon and you start, you start, your body's forcing you to say no to things. This body can no longer be a, an avenue of service to yourself and others because you didn't take care of it. And we wanted to provide something that created a spark for the people out there that aren't taking care of this machine and say, maybe I'm going to try that. And, you know, with our affiliate program growing, we have, we have, we have affiliate gyms all over the country now in a lot of major markets. And every single week, there's four DECA events this weekend alone. And that it's almost every single weekend, hundreds of people every weekend are, are feeling that start, getting that start line feel. They got the DJ going. They're doing beers and tacos after. It's, it's an event. It's a celebration of fitness. And ultimately, that was one of our first two or three key bullet points is we want everybody to look at this as, wow, that's, we're celebrating fitness because it, it can, taking care of the beautiful machine should be celebrated. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, we, we want to leave a legacy. And, and if you're in this industry for, for just punching in and punching out, and you don't truly love it. It's, it's the wrong industry for you. And, and I can promise you, uh, Jared and I are, are, are passionately in it for, to, 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 to serve lives. And our, and our entire little DECA team feels the, the same way. We have, we, have a, we have an awesome little team that's, that's doing a lot of work. I mean, it, sh- it shouldn't go understated either. I mean, DECA was kind of introduced right from, from memory, right around when like COVID kind of hit and things started shutting down and everything like that. So, I mean, your whole first year, was kind of, you know, you couldn't really put on any events and anything like that. Um, so to, to be able to build that affiliate um, group and to have so many events this year and everything, and, and I know, you know, it's probably not as many DecaFit events as you would eventually like to see. What are the plans for that, you know, for 2022, as far as increasing the DecaFit events and, and, you know, like I said, you're, I mean, people are still kind of recovering from COVID and, and not being able to put events on. So the fact that you can have events is great for 2021. But what are your plans for 2022 and, and going forward? Well, be, before we jump into that, I, I, I think the, the one thing about the pandemic, I remember crying like a baby when we were shut down and we weren't able to host that first DecaFit event because, you know, we, Yancey was talking about our small team. And really that team was even smaller back then. Um, and, and we put our hearts and soul in something and we were, I was kind of waiting for the chopping block, you know, like, you know, it just didn't make sense at the time. And, and fortunately Joe believed in us and, and he said, I can't believe what you guys did in under 90 days. I mean, we had 1200 people come to the Denver Broncos um, training center to, to, you know, participate in DecaFit. But the pandemic also, the advantage to it, it gave us a chance to, to slow down a second and, and reverse engineer what we were doing. And while we were shaking hands with everybody in the fitness communities, that's when DECA Strong and, De- and the DECA Mile was born. It was just experimentation. And it was our way of bringing tech, DECA to the gyms versus them waiting for us to come to market as we continue to build this brand and the awareness around the brand. And, you know, like I said, you know, Texas, Florida, and some other parts of the the country, um, they allowed us to come in and and host these events. So, you know, up to this point, we've hosted over 160 gym events, DECA Miles and DECA Strongs. And, And quite honestly, I love those events 
as much, if not more, than the Deck of Fit events. I love the Super Bowl of Fitness event, the Deck of Fit event, and we're going to continue to have those. But when you feel the electricity of 50, 100, and 150 people at a gym, and they are just loving on one another as a fitness community, and gym owners are complimenting other gym owners for hosting epic events, that to me is more powerful than a one-day event, you know? And, and I think we have a really good plan for, for DecaFit in 2022. Um, you know, we have a plan of attack where we, we do want to have a world championship, uh, a place that everybody converges on and, and they've earned their spot in that world championship. But it's a win-win. You know, we've said this since day one. If we're truly going to impact 100 million lives, then we, this needs to be authentic collaboration with the fitness industry and, and authentic support for the gyms that we support, as well as them supporting us. So in order to uh, get to that world championship, you have to compete in 2022 in a DECA strong, a DECA mile event. We want to push people towards the, those hardworking gym owners and passionate fitness professionals. And then you also have to come to a DECA fit. And, and we're being really, um, we're, we're, being really focused on choosing the right spots around the country. I don't think we're just going to go have a bunch of different events, but I think they're mm -hmm. going to be regional events um, that are going to feed into that world championship format. Um, it's going to, they're going to be in spots where you want to travel to those events um, as well and, and be around other like-minded people. Uh, but um, we're starting to secure venues for 2022 and, and I'm excited about the deck of fit events, but I want to, I want to have 500 gym hosted events in 2022. I want, I, I want every one of these gym owners uh, to be able to, to celebrate fitness with their members and their communities and generate new memberships to their, to their gyms. Because uh, you know, as a, as a guy who who's owned a gym and has a wife who owns a gym um, you know, I can feel the pain of that pandemic and, and it's going to resonate, you know, for probably another two or three years. And so this is, we, we have to continue on that mission. Yeah. The gym events are really cool. Obviously yes. doing a deca mile and a deca strong. Those are where those are at. And I it, did, you it, went to Sydney Turner's, right? Yep. Yep. Sid, Sid, Sydney's a longtime friend and, and uh, I, I love what those guys are doing over there, especially with DECA. I mean, I, I've, we've, we've taken some of Sydney's marketing and use it for our own. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. He does really put on a great event. I mean, and it's cool, too, to see um, the different gyms and their setups. And, you know, he has uh, some like a turf area set up outside. I absolutely like I, the DECA mile I just did was a, a couple like last week. And I just... I loved the way it was set up. I mean, it was like super easy, super smooth, fluent, like flowed very well. And that's the kind of stuff, you know, that is great to see. And I think local gyms with the backing from somebody like Spartan and Deca gives you that, you know, local small feel, but it's a still a big event. It's still very well run. You're not getting these like one-off events that, you know, a gym puts on every year and, but they don't know how to run an event. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think, it, I think it works like really well. And I think that's, like you said, a huge part, obviously of, of the whole DECA, um, you know, brand. I think one thing, one thing that I want to do is I'm going to put my sales hat on here and I don't, I don't think your listeners will mind it at all because a lot of the listeners and viewers 
have a gym membership and they're going to a gym somewhere, a lot of people, I find that a lot of people don't understand exactly what's happening and, and what, what it means to, to be an affiliate. So we'll take Sydney Turner's event. We'll kind of take that little microcosm. And as Jared said, we've had 150 plus events acro- across the country. When, when a gym signs on as, as an affiliate, one of the things they're able to do is put on Deca Strong and Deca Mile events where, where we stand up the registration we stand up the, the marketing assets forum, uh, online uh, check-in the day of. We send out the T-shirts. We send out the, the trifecta metal wedges. As you said, we really do our best to provide them a lot so they get to put on this beautiful professional event. But the really cool thing that happens is they also have the ability. So again, the four of us have a gym. We decided to become a DECA affiliate. We now have the ability, let's say we sign on a new member tomorrow. Within that first week or so, we, we can take them on Thursday night if we want to. A couple of people come in and they earn their DECA mark. They earn their DECA strong mark. And that goes to the leaderboard right then and there. So they, they, they got their benchmark right after they become a, became a new gym member. And now let's say our event is on the calendar for three months out. A couple of times a week, we're putting on DECA workouts. And here's the beautiful thing about this. We see, we hear this from our gym owners and our fit pros and the members. We're no longer calling it exercise because you are specifically training for an event. And guess what? The event just happens to be coming right here to that gym member, which they now consider their second home. This is where they love to train. And, and it's, it's not us leaning in on the 5K that's coming to town or the triathlon that's coming to town. This is a participatory event that's coming to our gym. And we're training today. So they're coming to DECA classes where they, maybe they have three or four of the zones or all those zones set up. And that Fit Pro is talking to those members about you are specifically training to improve that mark. And, and I can tell you what happens. Basically, 100% of the time, that mark improves. And now you've been in the program for a while. We have gyms that have been affiliates for a year plus now. And you look back at Susie's mark when she was a 32-minute. And now she's like a, a 19. I see. I got a mess here. This meeting has been upgraded. All right. We have been upgraded. So, <laughs> and, and, then, and then once a quarter, approximately, we put on team challenges. Like, like in June, we put on the big Deca Strong double challenge where over 300 teams from our affiliate gyms participated in this Deca Strong double. And we stood up leaderboards for that. So there's all these things. My zone challenge is coming up. Uh, next month. So all these things that are happening to make this way bigger than just that DECA strong event that comes, uh, DECA strong or DECA mile event that comes periodically. And, and it truly becomes our ability to provide that gym with lead generation, member retention, excellent return on investment. And, and ultimately o- over the long period of time to provide them with those, you know, w- w- with their members to have that mark, and it's so amazing as a fit pro. I've, I've been doing this a long time. Anytime I can, my client has that crystal clear vision of improvement, especially when it's an event that they also get to say, you know what? We did the event here, but I've been paying attention to this. There's 1,200 other gyms across the country that are affiliated in, and they're doing the same thing. And I get to go kind of look at that leaderboard every now and see how I'm climbing up my, my age group ranks and the work I'm putting in is, is paying off. So and I, and I will say that the, the gyms, uh, it, it is a nice, nice return on investment. Um, the, the membership's $99 a month. And 
you know, we, we give the gym 75% of the revenue. If a hundred people come, they're wow. going to gross $4,000. That gym gets a check for three grand for That's one crazy. day of celebrating fitness. Wow. And a lot of them like Sydney Turner all, all, and others there, you see them pouring some of that money back into the program and really mm. creating a nice day of, of celebration. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, I know a lot of people, I, they kind of just see it as this event day that comes on the counter. It's, it's every day between those events, there's something that can be going on uh, for, for with, with DECA. Yeah, guys, the, the, the thing I'll add to that is, you know, the biggest challenge in the fitness industry is, is uh, member retention. And, and that means um, exercise adherence. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, what Yancey just described, especially when you have an event on the calendar and you have your classes, you're not, you're not basically programming for people just to simply show up. You're providing training with a purpose is the way we call it. And, you know, it's intentional, which, which I think is very important for your members and your clients. And so it becomes something that's um, internally motivating and inspiring, especially when you get a community of, of people around it. And I, I think that's the biggest thing is like, we, we love the events as well. Um, but you know, the, the DECA, the, especially the DECA strong event that, that is a new standardized test for fitness. It's not the only one, but it is a new standard of fitness. And I think that it, it, the best fitness professionals are going to understand that when it comes to motivating, inspiring and educating their, their clients and saying, Hey, I know you came in here with, with. <laughs> you know, your goal of weight loss or getting stronger or feeling better, all those generic goals that sometimes they don't just, they don't pack enough punch to keep people engaged. And all we're doing is gamifying fitness, putting their, their score, their deca mark on the leaderboard. And that's keeping them ultra focused to be better, improve upon that mark. And in the process, they're losing weight, getting stronger, feeling better. And, and we're just, they're just having more fun with the, the process instead of just looking at the scale. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I mean, you know, I think that's probably the main reason gyms lose members is because there's nothing for them, nothing to motivate them to keep going and to keep other than oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I lost five pounds. Okay. Now I can quit the gym or something like that. But I, I just remember one story I, that comes to mind is I, I remember, um, I think it was sometime after college, you know, I hadn't been really doing too much as far as competitions, obviously, because, you know, college was over and all that stuff. And I decided to sign up for a triathlon. I did the train for the triathlon, you know, went, got a gym membership, went to the pool, whatever. And then I did the triathlon. And after it was done, I was like lost. You know, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I was <laughs> like, now, now what? Like, I didn't feel like working out. I didn't feel like going back to the gym. I didn't feel like doing anything. I mean, the, the event was over and that was it. But the cool thing with DECA is there, number one, there's so many events, but number two, you can keep improving on that number, whether it's a strong or a mile or a fit, like it just keeps you motivated. And I, I think that is a good um, point for, for affiliates and, and gym owners that like, I don't know the numbers, but I would imagine it's probably a higher retainage uh, than like a normal typical gym. Yeah, I mean, you're always looking for engagement, and and I think you know the 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 other thing that we stress, and and you maybe you did this with with your triathlon, you were competing against yourself, 
You know, um, I know if I signed up for a triathlon, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not striving for the podium. That's for Dave. No, definitely not. (laughs) But you know, like we'll have people out there that they start doubting their self themselves about, you know, well, what's a good time and, and those types of things. And, and I just tell them not to, don't worry about your time. You know, don't worry about your time. You know, the analogy I use as a mountain climber, for example, is, you know, I can't remember one time being at the top of the mountain where somebody said, Hey, what was your time getting up here? You know? Right. And, and so when people are completing that, whether it's a deck of strong deck, a mile or a deck of fit, it's, it, they're climbing their own mountain. And when they get up to that summit, right. Nobody's asking for the time, but we all get to see the same view together. You know, we're all rewarded together. We're all one community. And that to me is what it's all about. Um, it's, it's like, don't worry about your time so much. And then whatever that time is, put it up on the, on the refrigerator and then remember that time and say, okay, in 30 days, 45 days, three months from now, I'm going to beat who I am today and, and use that as your motivation to keep getting better. Right. Um, before we let you guys go, I'm, I'm kind of curious your personal perspective. What do you think is the hardest of the 10 stations? Oh, well, we didn't do too much of a deep dive into the method to the madness, but it is a slow build. And, you know, we start, um, I, I promise I'll get you a good answer, but I, I, I know Jared, Jared brought up that we might do a little deeper dive into the method to madness. And, you know, we, we, we start out with that basic, um, movement of you know if, if, you're, if you've ever kneeled, knelt down to pick something up off the ground you're basically doing all thing in lunge you know one leg goes back one leg is in front right. we just put a little burden on the shoulder with that with that ram and then we, we jump into the rowing you know arguably the most rudimentary form of transportation rowing has been around for thousands and thousands of years it was basically the first form of transportation other than just being on our feet or riding on an animal and then uh, you know getting up and over the obstacle I, I, one of the reasons we love the sit up so much is if you, there's an argument to say that that might be the most old school rudimentary. Maybe that was one of the first exercise movements. Let's do a sit up. And then we threw that heavy ball in there. So you can, <laughs> uh, you got to take it back behind your head to work on the shoulder mobility and then bring it all the way. So it really added some upper body into that core uh, stabilization exercise. And then we, uh, we go to skier, you know, and things start to get a little hairy once you get on, uh, on, on zone six, because we, we fatigue that the grip. And I love how there's so many OCR athletes that they're come to is like, man, this deck, it really gets my grip way more than I would have ever expected when I train for it. You know, it's any of you that, that the heavy farmers carry Well, now your grips blasted and, and people don't realize how aerobic that that farmers carry is and how high your heart rate gets and what a full body burden it puts on you and then you finish that farmers carry and we i call when you finish six you're you are coming up to the what i call the deca gateway some call it the gateway to hell um and that's the that's the air bike and that's deca zone unlucky number seven if you pulled a thousand I'm going to give a rough stat. I bet JC would agree with me. If you pulled a thousand people that have earned their mark, about 80 to 90% say seven is their worst. Now, if we would have put seven somewhere around one to two, it wouldn't be up there. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of that key 
that opens you up into the gateway. And, and in eight, nine, and 10 continue to hit really hard. That, that 60 pound dead ball feels much heavier than that. You know, when you pick it up when you're fresh, it's like, oh, everybody's like, no problem, man. Piece <laughs> of cake, 60, 40. Well, it's hitting them hard. I love the high level CrossFitters and seeing them struggle with that 60 and 40 because they're coming in with that high heart rate. The tank is the beautiful part about the tank is we had to have sled push pull, arguably the most rudimentary movement of all time. Good old farm work, building something, just work, right? Well, traditional sleds wouldn't allow us to do that because turf, concrete, pavement, rubber floors, it's all different with different sleds. What the tank allowed us to do with the magnetic resistance is gamify sled pushing and pulling. It's basically the exact same feel no matter what surface you're on. The harder you push, the faster that tank will, or will move, but the more resistance bites in and hits you harder. So, um, and then we finished with, we had to finish with the, with the Ram burpees. Just one, to make our boss extremely happy. But <laughs> two, I have, I, I went on about an hour long podcast one time and 30 minutes of that podcast was describing why I feel that the weighted burpee is arguably the greatest well-rounded strength training movement the world has ever seen. We put it number 10 in beautiful fashion. So the answer is my answer is seven, but seven through 10 is such a beautiful design of just kicking your ass. So true. But everybody, here's the greatest <laughs> part about it is almost everybody walking the planet gets through it. So don't let what I just said scare you. You're all going to finish. But if you come hit it hard, one through six is like this beautiful, well-rounded warm up. And then seven through 10, just mm, it hammers you. That's the but one thing the, I remember. Your, what's your zone, Yance? I said seven. I said okay. seven. That's the one thing I remember about the Deca Strong when I did it uh, the first time is like, I felt really good. And then zone seven, things got real. Yeah. <laughs> I felt a lot less good after that. <laughs> a lot less good. Yeah. <laughs> well put. No, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. How about you, Jared? What's your, what do you think's the hardest? Uh, you know, of course, of course, the air bike's up there for sure. And But I'll say this, that the last deck of strong I did personally, uh, I was I was on another planet during Deca Zone 10. And mm. um, I had eight guys yelling in my ear. And it was <laughs> like, it was like I was in a dream. Right. And I, I didn't feel the pain, but I knew my and my body was somehow moving. Um mm -hmm. But I don't remember the last two minutes of that competition, <laughs> and and I'm gonna blame it on on the on the ram. <laughs> I have to I gotta agree with him somewhat there. And, and here's I've been racing my whole life since like third grade competitively, and and I'll use the mile. I was a good miler in high school and college. And it's funny when you when you're wrapping, you know, you you can have that kick on zone on the, on the last lap. It's like, I'm almost done. Almost anything. If you have one more set to go, one more round to go, one more lap to go, one more, whatever, you can almost get yourself motivated. It's like, man, I just got one more zone to go. It doesn't happen that way in DECA. You are, you're, even if you're feeling kind of good, it's, it's like, there's this little, this little demon and it's like poking at it. it's like <laughs> shit. zone 10 is still coming and it's going to suck really bad. So true. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like well, seeing the sled push is where 
everybody struggled. A lot of people did struggle yeah. on the sled. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just new to people, the tank. But then and it's cool though. I like it. Yeah. But then seeing the Rambert bees, I was like, that, yeah, totally. And and say, I mean, when I did the mile and it's only 160 meters, and I'm like, this is not enough time to to <laughs> let me recover before this this uh zone 10. Yeah. But it's it's like honestly, I, I don't know if either of you and this might be a weird comparison. I don't know if you, either of you have any tattoos. I feel like it's very similar to getting a tattoo. <laughs> I like it hurts during, but you're done and you're like, this is cool. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. You know I've never I mean? heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just a thought. It was so interesting when you talk about like, um, you know, like beginner movements, like pushing and pulling and lifting. Um, because I feel like like in the last, what, two years, we've been to two gym memberships, a CrossFit membership. We have a pole barn with equipment and none of these places have a rower, a skier, a sled to push pool. What are your suggestions with like training or is it just, do you recommend other things just to get that heart rate up? One of the key things, uh, and I'll, you can help me out here, JC, but one of the key things is and this was extremely important because JC loves when I said this, I say this between the two of us have been coaching classes and stuff like 55 years. Um, It's if you're going to any class right now, your aerobic fitness, your strength, strength, endurance is improving. You know, there's, there's very few classes out there that you're doing that aren't going to improve your, your, your Decamark. And that that's, you know, we, we always, most of the a lot, most of our gyms aren't diving into doing just only DECA classes. They're doing HIT classes and and endurance classes and you know true strength and power classes. The, the classic three and and the great benefit is coming. Just becoming a little better version of yourself. Your that DECA mark is is going to improve. But there are definitely we have a lot of people that you know they don't have their tanks yet or something, and they they just do traditional sled pushing. I think there definitely is. When if you're really trying to improve that mark, go as fast as you possibly can, really getting specific with your training and work and doing the exact movements, of course, that's going to, you're going to buy some seconds there, but the overall improvement's going to come just from improving that machine. They're a little stronger, a little more powerful, proving that aerobic engine just a little bit. And most of what you've ever done in your gym group exercise class or, or your personal training session or however you're training it's good. Just, just buying a little time, buying, spending a little time taking care of the machine that Mark's going to improve. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a boot camp without a rower or any of those, those pieces of equipment. Um, again, it's, it's training with a purpose. And, um, I, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing out there that we have to do as coaches, and I always say there's a difference between trainers and coaches, Trainers that, you know, are great about biomechanics and, and managing the body and, and, you know, they, they can get it performing from A to Z, but the great coaches can do that too. Plus educate, motivate, and inspire for people to keep coming back. And, and I think that's really the, the road we're on is, is really, we're not telling people just to do DECA. We, we want them to be well-rounded. We want them to work all of their, their different energy systems. I think the only thing is about a DECA is um, before you go to a DECA, um, you got to have your mind right. And you got to know that for the next, if it's a DECA strong, the next 20 to 25 minutes, you're going to give it everything you have. Um, DECA miles the same way. And, 
and uh, Deca Fit, of course. But I think it's it's just about consistency. That that's that's the key thing that I'm looking for. Is you know, I I think Deca gives us a platform to just keep promoting fitness overall. I will give you. I've got to give you one specific answer to to your awesome question. I, I kind of washed around it. <laughs> so zone seven. I was out out back one time shooting a video and I had my box and I had my Versa loop and I was trying to create the as perfect of an air bike uh, modification as possible. I will say if you don't have an air bike, if you get about a 14 to 16 inch step um, and you have your Versa loop and you, you so you put that left foot up on that box and you start going back and forth with quick speed step ups as you're cycling that Versa loop back and forth. You will almost mimic. It's like I call that my three dollar air bike. <laughs> I got my first yes. loop and something to step on, and I, you're you can slow it down and speed it up. And I even my heart rate simulation, you know, is pretty similar um, to to the air bike. So that there, that gives you one specific uh, modification if you if, if you don't have uh, an air bike. Well, and you can use bands around a pull up bar for the skier too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have got done it. that. Yeah. I've done that. And I think That's I've been- even done it to uh, like a loop band around my feet and kind of almost like a deadlift motion and upright row for like mm-hmm. a row. Mm-hmm. Just anything to to move, I guess, is lightweight, lightweight uh, right. dumbbell snatches. Um, one thing I should have added when I kind of gave my myself and put the sales hat on is it's important to realize that we're, we're a, Jared made me think of this when he was giving his little description there. We're a bolt on. You know, for anybody out there that that's that 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 goes to gym or that has has a gym, it's you know we we specifically designed Deca to be a great bolt on and 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 a, and a complement to all the awesome stuff that that you're already you're already doing. And that that's that's our that's our mission as we you know scale to one two three four five thousand. I mean, our goal is to have five thousand affiliates at some point in time down the road awesome yeah i'm excited i'm obviously excited we're both excited for deca fit next month but i'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited to see now, I'm like pumped now though. <laughs> I know, right? let's do it tomorrow are you uh, racing competitive uh elite or open you, you too uh i am doing competitive okay awesome. Lindsay, i, I think don't know also yet. Be, she's doing competitive okay <laughs> oh wait have you not signed up yet come, you guys got to come to todd durkin's keynote friday night if you can we were uh, going to yeah yes. but we have something the night before i know Okay. We, we want to, but we'll see. Yeah. Maybe we can clear space. Missing out. I'm just going to tell you, missing <laughs> I know, out. I know. I know. Um, but yeah. The, um, Maybe we'll figure something out. I think. Yep. Yeah, Let's I do think that. Some they, they just released more competitive spots, I think. for. I was going to say, if one it. of you has not signed up, you better. Because we've, we've had to open up uh, competitive and elite several times. We've snuck in a few more competitive slots. Okay. Um, we're getting close to being sold out everywhere. There's, there's, there's maybe an hour, an hour left of open time slots. Uh, you know, so, you, you know, your, your friends, families, coworkers, clients, neighbors, tell them to get their butt off, oh, yeah. get their button gear and get signed up and they're not going to have a spot. Yep. <laughs> All right. There you go. Thank you to Yancey and Jared for spending some time with us. Yes. And side note, right after we hung up with them, I did sign up for competitive. <laughs> okay, you signed me up. Yep, there you Relax. Go. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I gave you the green light. Yes, yes. So we will be there bright and early. 
I'll be going off before you. Yep. So I'll get to cheer you on. Yes. And then you'll get to cheer me on. Yes. And then we'll hang out for a little bit and get some video and all that good stuff. Yep. The cool thing about, um, and this happened for the Decamile too at Underlying Strength when I did that, is I can use my phone and it actually has better quality than like a GoPro. Yeah. And it's like a GoPro right. has that wide angle lens or whatever. Yeah. Because you get more in the in the frame, remember? Yeah. We use it because we have to use it. Right, because it can't <laughs> our phones can't get wet. Do you remember um this is kind of funny? Our first obstacle video, which was Savage Race. I don't want to talk about it. In the beginning. What? In the beginning I was I was filming. Yes. And you were like off to the side. Yeah. So you didn't think you were in it, but because it's like a wide angle lens, it picks up like everything. So you like leaned in to be in it and and leaned back out to be out of it, but you're in it the whole time. It you're, was, not, you're not funny. It was hilarious. It's not funny. I love it. It's not funny. Okay. Do you also remember that all of our videos had your hands? Yeah. Your big chubby fingers <laughs> whoa, and all of whoa, the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's too far. <laughs> Too far. You started this. But yes, no, that's the other thing. It's easy to forget like yes. my hand my hands off to the side, but yet somehow the, I said chubby hands. Right, my chubby. chubby fingers are off to the side. Yep. Somehow the camera lens picks it up. Mm-hmm. So wide angle lens. Anyway, we can use our phones for yes. deck a mile and deck a fit, which is so nice. Great. Yeah. Put a video together. Word of advice for anybody using their phone mm-hmm. to put something on YouTube. Turn it sideways. Yes. What were we watching? Oh, oh it was that it was that thing on on Hulu, that magician guy thing. Oh yeah. At the end, everybody like went to see if the brick was there. Yeah. Uh, and every single one of them had their phones up. Well, and that's down. how I take videos because I feel like you're Tip- typically you're a yeah. normal person there. But yeah, if you're gonna use it but for if you're online, use it, right? That's a no go. If you're gonna use it for that kind of stuff. Um. What was that called? I'm. I don't want to go off on a rant, but in and of itself. Yes, in and of itself on Hulu. Okay. Yes. Just for anyone listening who's like, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> that's, that's what, what we we're ta- talking that's about. That's what we watch. So if you, if you watch the end, yes, people are holding their phone straight, and and like it has to fill in the sidebars or whatever yeah. because of that. Yeah. Turn your phone sideways. We so, we will do that in our videos. I promise. Yes, but after this, go watch in and of itself and sign up for. Decafit. Yep. Burpee 20 for 20% off. Yep. Uh, watch our video on the Decamile. Yeah. To get familiar with the stations. Take Yancey and Jared's advice as far as training goes and just just get out and move. Yeah. What is it? Three weeks? Uh, Yeah. Three weeks away. Yeah. Wow. That's coming up That's quick. also crazy that they said that the, like the completion. 100%. Like what? Yeah. Nobody. I love that. That's amazing. That is cool. And I mean, like, I don't know, like, when you compare it to, like, Spartan and stuff, um, like, people don't finish those. Some people don't finish those races. Yeah, but and then people that do don't necessarily, like, you know, they can't do that the obstacles. Is, or... Right. And that's, like, one of my, what's really interesting about this is actually, now that we're talking about it, um... You know how you're always like, oh, I'm going to try and run a PR 5K. I'm going to try and run a PR 10K, half marathon, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You can't do that with a Spartan race. You can't. Because every venue is different. And even each year at the venue, the, the course is different. Yes. So like you could be like, oh, I ran an hour last year and I ran 57 minutes this year. But the course was totally different. 
obstacles were in different locations. Like, it's not the same. Yeah. So, again, like, this gives you, like, a benchmark you can set. This is true. So, like, I'm... I like that. Like, I like being able to, like... Especially for your first one, which they were kind of explaining. Right. It's, it's like, you're testing your body, seeing where you are, and then you can work on you can what improve, you need to. improve upon it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm sure... I'm sure, like, after doing it once and twice and three... Like, it's just going to keep... You're going to keep getting better, um, especially, again, as you get more familiar with the movements and stuff like that. But I like having that benchmark, that number... Yeah. That you can set for yourself and go out and beat. You can go run a PR, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. So. And I know you're excited to do New Jersey because it'll be indoors versus yes. 90 degree heat. Yes. Uh, I didn't really talk about this in the beginning, but at Decamile, because it's not about me. Everything's about it's you. It's about you. Okay. All right. Not you. Sorry. The, you, the people listening. You, the people. Definitely not you. Ew. <laughs> uh, no, the... So the Deca Strong that I did in March, which you were there for. Yes. The fir- This was before they got like the whole turf thing outside. So the first part was inside. Well, it was snowy. Yes. First part was inside. Felt pretty good. Uh, station six and on was outside. Still felt pretty good for the farmer carry. Once I hit that assault bike, like they were talking about, like it, it was all downhill. That from is there when. Because it was really cold. People started moaning and groaning yeah audibly well you were inside kind of (laughs) comfortable and then outside in the cold like it was a bit of a shock to the system so Uh, and then last week it was i mean humid and like 87 and Mm -hmm. sunny and i i actually um like kind of planned because of the heat to pace myself a little bit on the row ski erg and assault bike because if you're trying to hammer those out and it's hot like that, it's going to get your heart rate pretty high and you might overheat a little sooner. So I I think I did a good job there. As soon as I got to the eighth station, so that's the medicine ball over shoulder. Yeah. The medicine ball was black, so it was like hot from the sun, sitting in the sun. So, but I think at that point the heat just caught up to me by zone eight. And I was like, I thought I was moving at a decent pace until then. I hit zone eight. It was rough. I hit zone nine, the tank, which was on pavement and the tank is black. And it just, you lean forward to push it and all the heat's reflecting into your body. So eight, nine and 10 were rough for sure. Like, I think I fell off a cliff at that point. (laughs) So, um, didn't even go downhill. You just fell completely. I, I, I honestly, like I felt like I was doing really well. Yeah. And I didn't look at my splits or anything, but I think I was, I was doing really well. And then as soon as I hit eight, I think it was just all downhill Yeah. from there. So, so it wasn't a cliff. It was downhill. It was a hill cliff. It was I just a feel steep, like you're changing your story. It was a steep hill. Our listeners aren't sure about it was a steep hill. where you were. It was a cliff hill, hill cliff. Okay. Uh, but yes, DECA fit will be indoors. So that'll be kind of nice to see. Unless they have the heat pumping and then I'll, I'll be upset. That would be gross. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, look for that from us mid-September. September 18th is the Jersey DecaFit. Uh, if you aren't in this area and you're doing DecaFit Austin, you can actually still use Burpee 20 yes. to sign up for that. And I'm sure that's probably selling out yes. pretty quickly too. So uh, make sure you do that. Again, subscribe on all our pages. Follow us on social media. All those links will be in the description, including links to DecaFit, uh, as well as Yancey and Jared. 
But other than that, if you uh, are checking us out for the first time, thanks for checking us out. If you're coming back, thanks for coming back. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. Yep. Bye.